Back at you for hour number two, Ray and Sandra, the Saturday Morning Zoo on Rock Rage Radio. Y'all still hanging with us? Y'all still hanging? That you didn't, uh, you didn't pass out in that first hour. <laughs> dude, if you're outside doing yard work, man, hydrate, dude. I'm telling you, because yeah. it's it's freaking hot, dude. It is freaking hot. But uh, welcome back, Ray and Sandra, the Sunday Morning Zoo on Rock Rage Radio. Um, you know, the top of the hour there was the uh, the new uh, single from Extreme called Rise off of their new record six. And then also the uh, the new song from uh, from Mass called Crucified, off yeah. their off their uh, new release that they released two weeks ago. Uh, when demons call, I'm right. excited to hear their new album. Yeah, yeah, it, it's really good. I've listened to the whole thing oh, already. Okay. And, you know, just driving around the city and stuff. You yeah, and you know, doing my day gig between phone calls and <laughs> meetings and everything else. <laughs> you know, so it's really it's really good. It's really good. So uh so check that out. You know, again, local Houston band Mast, um, when Demons calls their latest release. And check it out, dude. It's really it's really, really good. It's Spe- really good. Speaking of release, you know who else is releasing? Who? Live at the Whiskey A Go Go Everclear. Oh, from the nineties. Yep. Oh, cool. Okay. 90s. And speaking of nineties, mm-hmm. we're gonna go see um Matchbox 20 next week. Oh, that's right. That reminds me so much of the 90s. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That's that's like total 90s. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So that's a... that's and I'm, that's on what on Saturday? Yeah, because I think I'm playing Friday, right? Saturday. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. And um, I remember that. Yeah, because I remember you asked me about that. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Let's see if I was available. Yeah. But um, well, cool. Yeah, I've never seen them actually. Matchbox Twenty. They I've never have. seen them, but I love all their stuff. They, yeah, it not, reminds me of the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love all their stuff. Well, cool. So Everclear is going to put something out. Um, and then so that's kind of cool. Live then. at the Whiskey A Go Go. All right. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, right on. Right you on. know Good uh, for them. the. The whiskey is small venue. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, went in small. there one time to, I was sightseeing when I saw Paul McCartney over there in L.A. And um, I was more excited of, at seeing the Sunset Strip than yep. I was the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> I was more excited, you know. Right. I'm a hairband fanatic. Mm-hmm. But I went in there uh, to see how, how it is. And it's so tiny in there. Yeah. It's like tiny. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That time that we went to go see the scorpions over there. Remember we hung out over there at the rainbow and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So, and that place was little too. And, yeah. uh, and I just envisioned when I walked in and I saw the little poker machine at the, at the end of the bar, you know, I, I just immediately thought of Lemmy, yeah. you know, cause that, that was his spot. spot. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's where he would sit at the end of the bar and, and uh, play that damn poker machine all day, and um, you know, and they bring him his mail and, <laughs> and stuff like that because he li- he, he lived, lived right there. Th- yeah, yeah, he lived right there. So, yeah. but anyway, hey, so we're gonna check. So check this out, dude. We're gonna get Dana Strum from Slaughter to um, let you know what's going on. Hey, this is Dana Strum from Slaughter. You're listening to the fucking Zoo <laughs> with Ray and motherfucking Sandra, my bitch, right here, the Zoo. Let's check shit out.
And that was Kareem K, Kareem Corchette here in Houston, local Houston artist uh, with the Room of Chaos, you know, and um, you know, we saw Kareem recently um, opening for the Winery Dogs. Yeah, and, and uh, his daughter came out yep. and sang a song. Yep, his daughter sang. He, he she's backed, uh, the 20, band backed her up. Yeah, she's twenty, twenty-one year old kid, and, and did really well. You know, yeah. so. But um, but other than <laughs> before that, that was Slaughter with the, uh, with Up All Night, and you know, Sandra got Dana to do that um, um, that liner for us uh, at that show. We we're hanging out backstage with the guys from Slaughter and um, and things of that nature. So that was, I didn't tell him what to say though. Uh, obviously, <laughs> no. He he said that on his own. He just I just kind of made shit up. I just asked, can you just we do actually, a liner for us, please? Yeah, we actually you know have this little script that we show everybody, and he just kind of looked at it and he just kind of smiled and we hit record. Sandra hit record and he just kind of went off it. Yeah. Did <laughs> his own thing. Did his own thing, which is even more funnier. If funnier because Dana's actually a really funny guy. Yeah, he's and, so nice. <laughs> and he's super nice. But um, that's always a good time when those guys come to town because we get to hang with those guys and um, and party a little bit. So, but uh, but other than that, man, Ray and Sandra on the Saturday Morning Zoo on Rock Rage Radio, and uh, he's, I can't you know I can't call you what Dana Strom calls you. <laughs> no, you're my you, wife. <laughs> you, you would get slapped. <laughs> He didn't. You yeah. would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, so, you know, we were talking about the whiskey um, uh-huh. uh, on the last break and um, how small it is. And we got to hang out at the rainbow and things like that. And uh, I watched a documentary on Vince Neil, and it's mm-hmm. it's it's about Vince Neil only. It's not breaking the band and Motley Crue and. Mm-hmm. It's not about Molly Crew. It's yeah. a, it's more of a documentary about Vince Neil, and, uh-huh. I, and I learned a lot of things about him that I did not know. Like number one, that he has an older son that he had when he was sixteen. Yeah, he was a he, kid. Yeah, he was in high school. Yeah, and um, so and then he's also got another daughter, uh, or he has a daughter. Uh, who's also a musician um, that I didn't know of, you know, because I only knew of the one that passed away. Yeah, I didn't know know either. And uh, so, but, you know, he talked about the whiskey and he went back to the whiskey and uh, he talked about how when they were coming up, he goes, man, he goes, we thought, you know, this place was huge, you know, for, for us at the time. At he the goes, time. He goes, and he said the same thing you did. He goes, now you come back and it's like, man, it's so small. How do we? <laughs> yeah. You know, like how, how many we, people you know, fit in there? Yeah, how do we pack this place out? You know, no wonder we packed it out. It's so small. It's so small. But, um, but you know, and then, you know, there was a story recently that uh, because they're touring in Europe right now with that whole stadium thing that Vince Neil finally got together with Michael Monroe from Hanoi Rocks. Yeah. He was the singer. 39, 40 years later, after the car crash mm-hmm. that Vince was in before the Theater of Pain tour, that um, that the drummer for Hanoi Rocks, uh, Razzle, mm-hmm. um, what was his name? Uh, Nick, away. Nick, Nicholas Dingley was his real name, but it, they, he went by Razzle. Mm-hmm. But um, he, he ultimately died in that accident. But, um, but I thought it was interesting that it's taken 40 years for those guys to get together. You know, and be face to face. Yeah, to be face to face. I wonder if if they felt like if time stood still, like, you know, once seeing each other, they went back in time. Yeah, I bet. I I bet. I mean, it probably needed to take that much time. I think they needed to make their peace. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 kind of come to grips with it on their own way. You know, I mean, that's just, you know, from a psychological standpoint, you know, Uh I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm making assumptions, but, you know, I I don't know any details behind that. But, you know, that 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 documentary does go into a lot of details. And and Vince Neil does talk a lot about that and how it affected him, how it affected the band and how he felt like 
all the band cared about was the band mm-hmm. and really didn't care about what he was going through or how he was um supporting uh, him emotionally yeah how he yeah. was dealing with it emotionally that that was that was never a concern mm-hmm. you know so i think there's i think there's a lot of that quote unquote animosity that you hear of between Vince Neil and the other guys in Motley Crue, I think a lot of it has to be centered around that. Just from watching that documentary, that's what—that's my assumption, mm-hmm. right? But um, but he says that he's never forgiven. You know, I, I say it's an assumption, but he said it that he's never forgiven the guys for that. Mm-hmm. You know, so and I, I still think there's a lot of things that going on with them, even all these years later as they yeah. get older. You know, you know, I went to his bar in Las Vegas when he oh, yeah. had, when he had that. Vince Neil Cantina. Yeah, didn't we go there? Our in honeymoon? Westgate, in, at the at the Westgate. Well, oh, okay. we went to the restaurant. That's right. That was at the Circus. That's circus. right. Yeah. But before that, he had the bar at the Westgate, and um, and you walk in, and he had one of his motorcycles there. Yep. And you you walk in, and you're in the bar restaurant area. Mm-hmm. TVs all over the place, and nothing but Motley Crue yep. videos. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. And um, <laughs> uh, one of their appetizers was a oyster in a shot of tequila <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> and um yeah i mean that, they should he should have left it open yeah I, that was a cool place yeah. i mean especially now that mm-hmm. the movie came out and you know and they they went on tour and all that yeah. i'm sure he would have packed it more <laughs> oh yeah i'm sure you know but um, yeah it was a cool yeah, place i'm sure well dude let's jump back into some music and um let's uh let's let's revisit our favorite uh one of our favorite singers, uh, Joe Lynn Turner, some of his some of his new stuff. This is uh, Billy the Beast.
Hey, this is Joe from Misery. This is Kevin from Misery. And you are listening to The Zoo with Ray and Sandra on Rock Rage Radio.
That was our friends Joe and Kevin at Misery and uh, a local Houston band. And um, you know, it, you know, we not to be confused with Misery, the song from Scrollkeeper that we played the first hour. <laughs> this was, is the band. This is Misery, the band. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But um, but dude, the um, you know, so the podcasting is you know. I guess it's always been a thing. We're we're relatively new to it, you know, and um, and uh, when we figured out how to um, put these shows up on a podcast for everybody to listen to, um, if you weren't able to catch it, you know, this is Ray and Sandra on the Saturday Morning Zoo on Rock Rage Radio. In case you were wondering, but um, but anyway, so the the band The Offspring have launched a new podcast, yeah, you know, where it's called Time to Relax with The Offspring. You know, and um, so they're you know they're kind of doing their thing, and um, it's it yeah. says it's an open format uh, where it brings friends into the studio to chat music, touring life, and everything in between. So and they also film it uh, with a video. So oh, they, do they, they really? Also, okay. They're also going to be putting up uh, YouTube videos on YouTube. Oh, okay. But it's it is a podcast, but they're also going to film it. Okay, maybe we should video. do that. Maybe we should do that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. No, I don't know. I'm I'm. Just trying to figure out how to do this whole audio thing. <laughs> you know, it <laughs> seems like, element to it. It seems like you already got the hang of it. We're on the twenty-something episode. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's yeah. true. I still struggle with some things, but that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, well, dude, let's just keep the party rolling, man. Yeah. Let's just keep the party rolling. We're winding down the second hour, and um, and uh, you know who's got big balls? ACDC has big balls. I was gonna say I got big balls. <laughs> I'm very daring. <laughs> <laughs> when, was last, when was the last time you heard this song? <laughs> well, I'm the upper, upper class high society God's gift to ballroom notoriety Ballroom, the event is never small. The social pages say I've got the biggest balls of all. I've got big balls, I've got big balls. They're such big balls, and they're fancy big balls. And he's got big balls, and she's got big balls. But we've got the best balls of them all. And my balls are always bouncing, and my ballroom always. Oh, we have such a wonderful 
That was local Houston band Love and War with their song Love and War off of uh, their first record, um, Up the Annie, which is um, yours truly is the bass player in that band <laughs> as well. And, Sexy uh, bass player. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Ray and Sandra decided morning zoo on Rock Rage Radio and winding down the second hour, man. Winding down the already. second hour already. And um, and I'm uh, going to, you know, um, uh, dude, I got I got shit to do, man. I I gotta catch up on some stuff, and you know, again, I played last night. I gotta play tomorrow, and tomorrow's an early gig, so I gotta be at the venue like at noon. Uh-huh. So like, like, there goes my whole day, right? <laughs> and, uh, so, and if we don't go on to like six, you know, yeah. so 
you know, got to find something to do. So I'm not sitting in there and just hanging out drinking all day. So, but, uh, no, you but, won't be. No, but, um, so, you know, we've been talking about, um, using tracks, bands using tracks, right. And, 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 and Wolfgang Van Halen, you know, his, his stance of it is like, you know, dude, you got to be able to play your shit. Right. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, and I get it. Right. And, um, and there's been a couple of other, um, articles out there from some of the some of the ogs in rock you know like graham bonnet uh-huh. you know if you don't know who that was you know he was a singer in rainbow for a while after joe lynn turner oh okay and um and then he sang with michael shanker and he sang with alcatraz and uh, i actually saw him with shanker oh, uh, me okay. and my buddy eric brown saw him uh-huh. and um but um <clears throat> you know he he talked about years ago he was he went to go see a band play and he names the band, but I'm not. Yeah. He went to go see a band play, and they even and the, one of the techs who his, was his buddy uh, says, "Hey, why don't you come under the stage? And you can kind of see what's going on." Well, they had all this technology running the whole show, right? Yeah, including the music. Yeah, right. So they were kind of. He was basically alluding to that they were basically doing the Milli Vanilli thing and lip syncing, right? Yeah. So and that's you know, and um, and he and again he says you know we all do it to a certain extent. Yeah. You know, it's always been done, you know, things of that nature, you know, so, you know, he was just saying, yes, it, 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 it happens. It happens. Right. Um, and he goes, I don't, you know, he, he's kind of backing up a little bit and saying, he mentions the band and he says, well, I don't think they do it anymore, you know, because people are getting found out, you know, he says, but you know, you know, to be honest, I get it. Right. Yeah. And then Jeff Keith from Tesla, uh-huh. who we've met, yeah, you know, He's come out and says, you know, we don't use anything. And they've always said that. Mm-hmm. Even on their first record, it said no synthesizers. Yeah. You know, or no tracks. You know, everything's done 100% live. Yeah. And and I believe it because I've done a gig with them and I've stood on the side of the stage. Yeah. And, and watched the whole thing go down, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, standing next to Frank Hannon's amp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I know he's playing for real. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, uh-huh. but, um, but, you know... And, and a lot of it is to me is that you know the, those guys that have been singing for thirty years, you know, they're losing some of their range, and things of that nature. I mean, look at John Bon Jovi that last tour. I mean, he your did. body changes. Yeah, your body changes. And you've do, you've been doing it for forty years. Yep. <laughs> so you know, I know, I know for a fact, especially Tesla, is one of them that they tune way down now. Mm-hmm. You know, they and he, Jeff Keith has talked about that, uh, how now how they tune way down and they're not at concert pitch anymore. They're tuned, in, and I know this means absolutely nothing to you as a music fan, but just as a musician, uh-huh. you know, they tune way down. They tune down to D, I believe, you know, which is a full step from concert pitch. Mm-hmm. And um, I know Hellstar does it. I know, um, you know, the last time Led Zeppelin played live at that, if you listen to that um, that last live record, Celebration Day, mm-hmm. all of that is completely tuned way down Um you know, just for Robert Plant's vocals, mm-hmm. right? So, <clears throat> but um, and I think I think Journey's tuned down half a step. Van Halen had always tuned down half a step, you know. So, but you know, so a lot of that happens, yeah. You know, but a lot of the stuff where, and even Michael Sweet from Striper has talked about having to tune down. You know, mm-hmm. he talked about potentially having a kid doing backup vocals to sing the higher parts that he can't hit, hit anymore. Yeah. And he, and he, and I think he still does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cause yeah. we've seen him so many times yeah, exactly. and, and he still hits them high parts, you <laughs> yep. know, but, uh, yep. But, yeah. um, I know he struggles with it nowadays, you know, mm. but, um, but anyway, so, you know, that's still out there, man. And like I said, you know, I get it, you know, I'm neither here nor there with it, you know, because I understand it. Yeah. Right. Cause you know, when you're, 
when you're you know 60 years old and you're trying to do 200 shows a year or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be mm-hmm. hell even 50 shows right yeah. i mean it takes a toll i mean yeah. it takes a toll and i'm you know i'm a part-time musician it takes a toll on me you know yeah. so i can imagine doing it you know full time oh. so anyway man but other than that dude let's um you know let's um let's play one more tune and we'll come back and wrap it up yep awesome Thank you. 
my favorite metal band. Sandra says, you, you play Judas Priest all the time. I don't know. That's my favorite band. Yeah. <laughs> and here he is right there yep. watching us he's from always, up above. He's always looking at us. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got that little, what was it? What are they called? Um, Funko Pops. Funko Pops, yeah. Of Rob Hofford. Um, and we take him out of town with uh, us, too. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we yeah, took we him did. to Cabo. He was in Cabo. Yep. Yep. He was in Vegas. In Vegas. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. But um, but anyway, man, Ray and Sandra at the Saturday Morning Zoo, and we're wrapping up the second hour, man. And uh, we're going to give it back to the station. And, um, and and don't go anywhere, dude. You know, just hang out and, um, and, and, and you know, check out some of the other shows on the station. and, and Support uh, live music. Yeah, support live music, dude. And uh, dude, get on your Facebook events or however you keep track of you know events going on here in Houston and go 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 support local music man there, there's some really great bands in this city um, and of, uh, of original bands you know there's yeah. some there's some killer tribute bands yeah. a lot of those guys play in original bands you know mm-hmm. but um but dude go check it out man just get out and support music man have a few drinks with your friends you know yep. don't, don't go crazy right I'm not saying that mm-hmm. but just you know go out and hang out and support the, support the uh, the music industry here in Houston man you know, we got a very diverse city. There's a lot of music going on in the city, not just rock and roll, right? Yep. And, um, but other than that, man, thanks for hanging. Ray and Sandra, Saturday morning is you on Rock Rage Radio. See you next week. Ciao.